welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Elevation Nation. Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I am so glad that you're here taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. So today I am... (laughs) I'm doing something a little different today. Before we get into all of that, in this episode, we're actually going to be talking about the Akashic Records a little bit and just sharing some insight from the Akashic Records. Before I jumped on this recording, I actually opened my own Akashic Records because I thought it could be cool if I just open my records and channel whatever messages are coming up for the Elevated Empath community. And... I have some notes written in my phone on topics I want to talk about that I've seen come up with my clients and people online lately, so I feel like there's something collectively that I can share with you, but I just want to channel kind of more of a divine communication, a a divine message for you today than anything else. So I don't really have much of a plan, but we're just going to go with it and channel whatever comes up. So I'm really excited for this one. So... Before we get into the Akashic Records and everything, let me just give you a little snippet on what the Akashic Records are. So I've been reading the Akashic Records for about, gosh, three years now. And I was inspired to read the Akashic Records and learn and get certified to read the Akashic Records for other people because I started seeing, you know, I I started off as an animal communicator And then I was like, maybe I should try people as well and just like hone in on this reading process. So I was really called to learning about the Akashic Records in particular. The Akashic Records hold all of the information about your soul through time, space, and your entire like life journey. So you can look into past lives. You you can look into any past lives up until the inception of your soul. And you can look into this current lifetime now. You can really ask any like energetic questions that are coming up for you. So if something's coming up for you around relationships, family, home, manifestation, uh, career, money, health, and your body, literally anything you can ask the Akashic Records for some guidance, next steps, whatever it is that you feel stuck on. So if you're interested in getting an Akashic Records reading, the link will be in the description below to book your reading with me, and that can be a more tailored experience for you. And basically, we just open the the records and see what comes up. And you can ask specific questions, or we could just look at the records in a very general sense and see what's coming up for you on a spiritual level. So you'll kind of see, you'll get the hang of it. And I'm going to, I opened my records for this little journey we're going to try out here. And so I'm just going to ground myself a little bit and tune in because I've already opened the records. And what I would do on a call with you is just open the records before we get on our Zoom call. 
and I start feeling into what's happening in the body, what's happening spiritually, what I can sense into, what messages I'm getting right off the bat. And so when I was opening my records, I haven't opened my records in a long time. I want to say over a year. So it's been a very long time, which is silly, I know. But when I was opening my records, they were like, thank God, my gosh, it's taken you so long. Finally, you're back. And it was like, a, it, was a, it wasn't, it, it was very warm and very welcoming. But it was like, where have you been? <laughs> we have been trying to tell you stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll see what comes up today. This is going to be very interesting. So that was the first thing that, that came up. Let's see. It seems like I'm going to just ask some questions about the Elevated Empath community. That seems like where I'm being directed to. And it seems like what's been coming up a lot lately is dating, being single, that the sacredness of being single episode was was really came at a good time for a lot of you. And some things about dating and breakups have been coming up. So that was actually one of my questions. So let's start there. A lot of messages about breakups and working through breakup stuff. Breakups can be really tough. And I know that a lot of us are willing to stay in a relationship and stay unhappy in a relationship because we're so much more fearful of what's on the other side. Um, what's on the other side of this breakup. And so I was certainly there at one point. And it took me so long. Of, and, and so much complaining to other people before I actually pulled the trigger and went through with the breakup. But this concept that I shared a little bit about this on my Instagram, the concept that the unknown is so scary. We need to talk about this because this shows up everywhere in our lives, not just relationships, but sometimes we're so fearful of the unknown that we're not even going to take the action that we know that we're supposed to because we're so fearful of what's on the other side. And when we do that, when we're keeping ourselves stuck like that, we're going to start feeling stuck in other areas of our lives. And we're going to start wondering, why the hell am I so stuck? It's because you know exactly what the action is that you need to take. It's just this like fear of the unknown. And the thing about the unknown is that it's actually the most sacred place that you could be. So the records often like to paint this picture of how the universe was created. Whatever you believe, we're just going to go with a Big Bang Theory. There was nothing. There was just absolutely nothing. At some point, billions and billions, however long ago, we don't know. There was absolutely nothing. And one day there was, out of nowhere, there just becomes this like Big Bang. I'm oversimplifying it. One day there was a big bang. And years and years later, here we all are in human form walking about the earth. So many endless, endless opportunities available to us. But we started from nothing and everything starts from nothing. Now think about the last manifestation that you ever did. You didn't have it at some point. And you at one point probably thought you would never have it. I can't even conceptualize having that thing because I've never even experienced having that thing. How can I feel 
into that feeling if I've never felt it. So a lot of manifestation is like, feel the feelings, feel like, tap into the feelings of what it would feel like to have that thing right now. But you're like, how the fuck do I do that if I've never even felt that? For some reason, getting Jasper is coming up and I'm not really sure why. Maybe you are all manifesting dogs or some type of pet. Or maybe this example will resonate with you. But like, I never knew what it was like to own a dog before Jasper, besides like having family dogs. But on my own, I never knew what that feeling was like. So when I was trying to tap into what that feeling was, sure, I could get close. I could imagine what it might feel like, but I didn't tap into deeply what that feeling was because I never knew it. But here's the thing, like everything comes from nothing. So if you're doubting your manifestation, if you're doubting the fact that you could ever have something, just know that everything started from nothing. So you could literally manifest this thing tomorrow and you'd be like, wow, that was fast. I didn't even expect that. But it it could happen at any time is what I'm saying. Just like the big bang. It, but you cannot control that time. You cannot know that timing. And that was the first thing that came up. So that's going back to the unknown. This fear of the unknown is this fear of having nothing or being nothing and coming back to this nothingness. It's like if I lose something or if I don't know what the other side looks like, I'm lost. I have this loss of control. So I don't know how to trust a place that I can't control or that I don't even know yet. But the most sacred things have come from nothing. And so you're you're fully releasing into that unknown and just saying that is the most, actually the most sacred place to be and fully surrendering to that unknown is exactly what's going to take you into that next quantum jump that you can't even see for yourself. You don't even know how amazing it could be. But instead of staying stuck in something you know that isn't good for you, oh, this is coming up. Something my old coworker used to say is like, I'd rather be with the devil I know than the one that I don't. But I disagree because you know that this thing isn't good for you. So why are you staying there? Often, this, so the message is coming up from my records. It's like, why would you stay there? But you're choosing how long to stay stuck. You are making that choice. So that was the first few things that came up around that fear of the unknown. So let's see. What next question did I want to ask? Hmm. Something that's funny that I've been encountering a lot lately with my clients is I'm sharing, you know, I'm in a reading with them in Akashic Records reading or, or coaching, and they're like, so how do, I, how do I do that? How do I fix that? How do I change that? And they look at me like, well, what do I do next? And it's such a funny thing because usually I would have answers for that. Like I used to have really clear answers for that. And now I'm not giving you the answers to those questions anymore because, and it's not that I like don't have answers for those questions and don't want to give you those answers, but 
I don't want you to be fixing anything. Sometimes we don't need to be fixed. We need to be loved and accepted for who we are. So often these things that we're discussing, a lot of clients that come to me at this point have done that basic work, the inner child work, the shadow work. They know what their things are. They've worked through all of the childhood foundational spiritual stuff. And now they're at a point where they're like, well, why am I not progressing? I feel like I'm used to doing, I'm used to doing spiritual things in a certain way. I'm used to meditating and journaling and doing all these things. Why is it still, why do I feel like I'm hitting a wall when I'm doing these things that used to be working? It's because those things, you can outgrow those things. Those things don't necessarily work forever. And that next layer is starting to love and accept what's already there and not changing it and not fixing it. Because we've talked about this a lot in in spirit in some like modern day spiritual teachings, they teach you to it's our automatic thing to go fix whatever's wrong with us. And that just reinforces the idea that there's something wrong with us and that we're never enough exactly as we are. And that's an issue. That's what all of spirituality is supposed to be against. We're supposed to be loving ourselves at, at our core, not changing it. So when we're trying to change something that doesn't want to be changed, we're going to get even more frustrated. It's like you're battling yourself. So when you ask me, when I'm saying, this is, you know, this is what I see is coming up in your space and your energy and It's like, okay, it's funny. It's like, how do I love myself more? (laughs) Like, how do I do it? How do I take action to do it? And it's often this like masculine driven question of like, how do I fix it? How do I change it? And I don't want you to fix it. I want you to sit back in the feminine and be like, okay, this is here. This is with me right now. This anxiety, let's say. This anxiety is with me today here. (sighs) Okay. There is a part of me that feels anxious when this happens. And I'm not going to change it. Because if I tried to push the anxiety away, I would just feel more anxious. Because I am resisting something that is a part of me. That is something that is actually like built in my system like in my system to protect me our anxiety was built to protect us against like giant bears running at us or something that's supposed to be dangerous for us it was supposed to protect us for that but when we don't have that and we're still feeling this anxiety that's why we're like I want to get rid of this and the more that we try to resist it the more it will persist So instead, I want you to just like, okay, this is with me right now. I'm not going to try to fix it or change it right now. I'm going to just ask questions like, how can I show myself more love? How can I show the anxious version of me more love? What does she need? Does she need a hug? Does she need to sit down? Does she need a nap? Does she need to go outside and be with nature? And how can I show this version of me that she's not unlovable? 
how can I show this version of me that even if, even if I'm anxious, I'm still lovable and I'm still enough. So when I say sitting back into the feminine and feeling into that and knowing and, and reaffirming this, this concept that it, it will pass. We go through waves of emotions and this will pass. We'll get through it. We'll be okay. But right now, let's try not to do anything with it. Let's just try to sit with it for a little bit. So that is something that's been coming up a lot with my clients. It's like this, how do I fix it? How do I change this? And I don't want you to change it right now. The things that these versions of you probably need a little bit more love. What if I feel like I can't love myself? What if I feel like I can't love that version of myself? Love that version of yourself that feels so judgmental. There's a part of me that feels judgmental. Here's the thing that's, here's another thing from the records. We came here to live a whole ass human experience. Everything. And I know that this is something that my Elevated Empath community loves loves so much to talk about because we are all so similar in that we want to experience so many things about life. Very manifesting generator attitude of we want to like, ex- like become an expert in so many different things and really get to experience so many different things. So we like to get a new hobby every week, pretty much. And that doesn't make us flippant or, you know, not devoted to one thing, but we want to just experience everything that this world has to offer. And with that, because that's what we signed up for in the human experience, we came here to live everything. So it's this concept like you are the universe. If you are the universe, you came here to experience everything the universe has to offer, which is like infinite opportunity. And so when we do that, when we've signed on to this human experience, we came here to live every single emotion and feeling. And some of them don't feel as comfortable sometimes. And some of them feel judgmental or sad or angry, whatever it is. But here's the thing. You are not, you didn't sign up for a spiritual path because you needed to be this perfect, spiritually aligned, sweet person. That's toxic spirituality is to be so kind, so perfect, like a little fairy all the time to everyone. That's not what you signed up for. You signed up to have the full human experience. So sometimes that's going to feel, you're going to feel like you're judging people. And you're going to feel like, oh God, I hate this version of me that judges people. Or I hate this version of me that's angry with people. But the message from the Akashic Records and me today is to love every version of you. Show every version of you love and acceptance because that is why you're here. Simply put, it's as simple as that. That's what you came here for. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. 
dark feminine energy. Mm. So Savannah the Siren was on this podcast. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. But I was re-listening to it recently because it is one of the most played episodes of the history of this podcast. So I love listening to it pretty often. And the dark feminine energy is something that has been coming up because we've been talking a lot about feminine versus masculine, being single, demanding what you want, receiving what you want. So let's talk about the dark feminine, not just any feminine energy, but the dark feminine energy. The dark feminine energy is this like wild, wild animalistic cave woman deals with the taboo. She's sexual. She's free. She's commanding. She's feeling so commanding of a room. And this isn't the type of feminine energy that a lot of people are like find difficult to, it's like the next, it's like the next layer of the feminine energy. You could be in the, the light feminine energy of I'm receiving, I'm resting, I'm sitting in this feminine energy and I feel into the flow and all that. But the dark feminine is like, yes, that I love that. And let's challenge the status quo. Let's talk about taboo aspects. Let's be a little bit more sexual without worrying about what everyone else is going to, how everyone else is going to judge us. The dark feminine doesn't give a fuck what you think about her. And so the dark feminine, I was talking to one of my clients about this, the dark feminine doesn't, it's like, this is the best way I know how to describe it. In an email, when you're asking for something like, can I please get this thing? Oh my gosh, you're the best. Thank you. It's like, no, I would like to see this now. (laughs) Not like trying to fluff it up so it's nice for you because I'm worried about how you're going to react and feel about my harsh statements. Like, no, this is just what it is. I would like to receive this now. Thank you. And then people are worried. Like, what if that, what if I come across as bitchy? What if I come across as this? What if I come across as demanding? And those are all things the dark feminine would never ask herself. Because this is a common thing with empaths. They're, they're people pleasers. They don't want, because we're so in tune with other people's emotions. We're never worried about what we think and what we believe. We're always worried about what other someone else thinks of us. So, With that, the dark feminine doesn't give a fuck what you think. And so she is simply asking for what she deserves and sitting in the discomfort of whatever comes up. So maybe when you do this the first few times, it feels unnatural and it feels scary. You're still feeling those emotions of like, oh my God, what if someone hates me after I say this? Or what if someone hates me after I send this email? Maybe the first few times you do that, those emotions come up. But I want you to sit with them instead of trying to fluff up your email because you're still fearful of it. Like send the email, even if you have the fear like, oh, oh my God, what are they going to think? Still send the email exactly how it is. And just sit in the discomfort of asking for what you want. And then what happens when we do tap into this dark feminine energy is that People match it. 
People match our energy. People show up to their greatest potential the more that we show up to ours. So all those things that you're worried about, about somebody not thinking that you are, you know, somebody thinking that you're bossy or bitchy or whatever, those fears are never really a worry. And if someone does think that and you, and they are like, okay, bye, that wasn't a good vibrational match. If they can't show up to your highest dark feminine energy, that is commanding and beautiful and raw and animalistic and deserves and, and just know knows exactly what she deserves and is going through with it. So that ties back to the whole breakup conversation and the whole being single conversation and the dating conversation of like, she knows exactly what she wants. She also has loved herself and all parts of herself, even if they're not as pretty. All the parts of you that you're able to love about yourself that aren't as pretty, aka your shadow work, it's not getting rid of your shadow. It's loving your shadow and being like, yeah, I'm an asshole sometimes. And you know what? I love that about myself because that just, you know, it's something I formed to protect me. It's something I formed to, it's a language I, you know, formed to be able to articulate what I want. So I love that about me and I can accept that those parts of me, even when they're not pretty, the dark feminine energy does that. So when she is able to love herself and it's in her entirety, when people come into her life and try to date her and aren't treating her well, there's not this urge to try to convince somebody to love her better. She is like, absolutely fuck that. I am not going to be with somebody who doesn't make me feel good. Why would I do that to myself? There's not even a thought in her head of tolerating that kind of behavior. She's like, absolutely fuck that. When before, I'm certainly guilty of this, when I'm like, you know, 22, and guys are treating me poorly, and I didn't love myself, I was like so desperate for somebody to see me and to love me. And I was like, this behavior is okay, right? (laughs) You know, I, like this behavior, I'm just trying to justify their behavior. Right now, I would not even think about tolerating that for a second. I don't. So I'm like, why? Why would I? It's not even, it's just not a match. It's fine. It's nothing against them. It's just not a match. It's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to feel this way. I'm not looking to feel questioning or out of my worth or whatever. I'm not looking for that. So the dark feminine energy knows exactly what she's looking for and is not really going to put up with anything else. And it's that simple because she's known how to deeply love herself at her core. Oh, these Akashic records are really (laughs) shoving a lot in my, in channeling. And this is what happens when I'm channeling information from the records. It's like, I have no clue what I'm saying. And I hope it's making sense and I hope it's resonating. You'll have to let me know. But it's just like, it just flows out of me and I don't know what I'm saying and I kind of black out. But I can tell that it's a lot of information. And we talked about asking for what you want. Okay, we talked about everything on my notes. Let's see if anything else comes up from the records. 
for the elevated empath community. What does the elevated empath community need to know? It's time to stop living in fear and start going out and finding your community in real life. So when I said elevated empath community, they were like community. I was like, yeah. And they were like community. We need to go back to being in person and being around people and finding our community, whatever that looks like for you. If it's signing up for like one of those little, I just saw something recently in, in Los Angeles where it's like an entrepreneur. They do like little get togethers and they do workout workouts together and like socializing, like joining a little club. I know how scary that might sound for somebody who's been in their house for however many years and like not really done a lot of socializing. But those little things that you can do to find people who have similar interests for, than you and whether they be, you know, in whatever interests you find yourself in. And even if it's like a fleeting thing, even if you go once and never go again, you've done it once and maybe you've met one person that you can connect with. And if, even if you didn't meet anyone, you have shown yourself that you can put yourself in uncomfortable situations like that. It seems like the, the records are giving you a little nudge to go do something that's out in the world that's feeling uncomfortable because maybe you've been in your routine for so long that you're like, I haven't really met anyone new. I don't know where even to meet people. The right opportunity is going to come, but you might have normally before kind of shrugged it off as like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but the records are encouraging you to open yourself up to new experiences like that, where you could meet new people and find a community. Because it's so much harder if you're not in school or anything, it's so much harder to find new friends and make, you know, find a new community. Um, but the, they're really encouraging you to go find at least one little event that you can do to, to chat up with people with similar interests. So that seemed really important for you to hear. What else for the Elevated Empath community? Hmm. Let's do one more thing. Because they were like, that's it. And I was like, let's just do one more. <laughs> hmm. So this is kind of what I said to the last point. But like, working to challenge yourself a little bit more. Working to challenge yourself a little bit more. It just seems like you've been opting for the easier path a lot. You've been opting for the the lower side of things. The Like what I'm seeing is in your career. Maybe you've just kind of opted to stay where you are or, you know, uh, applying for jobs that are lower than what you could actually be going for. So even if it feels like out of your ability, it's like it's not. You need to be challenging yourself to that next degree. Okay. That felt good. Thank you records for all of this information. 
thank you for showing the elevated empath community what they needed to hear. <sighs> that was interesting. I don't know. I'm. I don't think I'm going to edit this. I'm just going to put it up, which is kind of funny because I go back and listen to some old ones, and I was like, did I even edit this? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> but it felt good, and it felt like something you all needed to hear. And so I hope that this resonated with you. Let me know. Let me know if you want to hear more episodes like this, you know, with me opening your records. And if you're interested in getting your own personal reading, follow the link in the description below to book your reading with me. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow this podcast and subscribe and rate it five stars and write a review. You know how much I love that. And I hope you all feel so elevated. And I really want to know what you want to hear from me next. Let me know if you have any thoughts on what you'd like to hear me talk about on this podcast. I'd love to hear your suggestions. I'm always open to suggestions. And I hope you feel so elevated. And I will see you next time.